Women's National Anthem last night. Two minutes. So the hardest thing that happened to me in the game today was kneeling for two minutes. Like my knee would hurt. And, and in the middle of it, I'm thinking, in two minutes, my knee is hurting. Yet there was a guy that had his knee on someone's neck for eight minutes. Think about that. The National Anthem took two minutes. There were guys that needed towels and things to get under their knees. And yet, someone kneeled on another human being's neck for eight minutes. That's nuts. <laughs> Yeah, that's kind of like Matt. That's a lot like what happened to you, uh, kind of, with your internship, isn't it? Yeah, I was supposed to go to Chicago for the Cubs, but it got called off because of COVID. Yeah, this man, this thing is crazy. So have you just been like, have you just been trying to, what, just hanging out, like working somewhere else, just kind of waiting it out? What's he's been? Yeah. Um. So before I came down here, I got. Uh, I got a little gig in Birmingham to make some extra money before I came down here, before everything was for certain. Um, so I was able to save, went, went back to my parents' basement, saved up some money, um, kind of came out here. I knew that knew it was going to be a while before I could work with Disney anyway, so made saved up enough money to kind of last. Yeah. But right now I'm just I'm surviving. I, I haven't spent a little bit more than I than I thought I was going to. <laughs> Um, so now we're we're throwing out Publix, Walmart, Target, anything, whatever sticks. I'll take it until Jeez. I hear anything else about anything else. But uh, so right now we're we're hanging. I'm living with three of my buddies down here that I met the first time I did that like a program down here at Disney. Um, so we're all just living together, and they all work, but I don't. So you know, l- luckily their their off days are stacked, so I usually always got somebody to hang out with and everything but I've, I've been trying to been trying to work out eat healthy okay okay trying try not try not keep the quarantine because i mean this is like this is essentially quarantine still man i can't go anywhere can't do anything you know honestly like and it's so i also i kind of want to ask this but i don't know if you can answer is it true like everybody talks about all these secrets that disney has that people that work there can't share how is this down here i actually ran into yaden at herbmont yeah but yeah going back to what you're saying gabe what what do you mean what like what secrets exactly i don't know like like, i've heard about like an underground am i the only one that's heard about this stuff like disney has a bunch of stuff that like there's an underground there's an underground tunnel system underneath the magic kingdom that's essentially the size of the high school that we went to Jesus. It's got a subway. It's got, it's got restaurants and all that down there. A lot of my, 
a lot of my shifts were actually spent down there. So I ended up knowing that place like the back of my hand, but that's dope. <laughs> yeah, but man, there are a couple other ones that are man. If I if I I don't know, man, they make me not want to go back sometimes. But I know. Um, let's see. I'm trying to think of one off the top of my head. I know Frozen, the movie Frozen, was actually supposed to be titled something else. But I don't know if you guys know about the the rumor that Walt Disney's head was like frozen solid, so they could like preserve it. They actually what? named the movie Frozen to keep the to keep like this like Disney World Frozen and like Walt Disney World Frozen, Walt Disney Frozen, everything like that. Like they actually named it to keep that from like to stop that rumor to like cut it off. Now if you go on Google and you and you search Walt Disney Frozen, like you know what I mean? Like it's they did that just kind of distract everyone. That's genius. Yeah, genius. But also, you know, why would you do it at that? You know, <laughs> like it, I don't know. Well, actually, Frozen is good, but Frozen Two is trash. That's my Frozen opinion. Two is not good. That's that's you're you're spot on. And I don't know if I don't know, man. I don't even know if Frozen was that bad of a movie. But for me, I just can't I can't take it anymore, dude. I mean, the music in the first one's decent, but the second one, like, why do they have to destroy the town? Like, why can't they just unnecessary, like, completely unnecessary? Yeah, completely unnecessary. <laughs> like, let's just destroy Spoilers. the town. Have to do that. I haven't yes, seen I'm about to say, Max. I think that movie's been out like two years. Hey, bi- nah, big time spoilers. Ago. Maybe I wanted to go watch Frozen 2. And, uh. If you well, wanted to see Frozen 2, you would have seen it by now, man. <laughs> yeah, you don't want to see it. We just didn't justice. How about, how about, how about we just take the time to tell you it's not worth it? You could do something else. I will say, Might Frozen. Disney, why is there no Ratatouille rides or anything like that? That's a there good is movie. Actually, That's dude. a good thing. Dude, there's one in Paris. There, there's one in France, the French Pavilion in Epcot. It's supposed yeah. to be opening, I think, this year, like before the end of 2020. There we go. They, they got me hooked. I'm coming back to Disney World then. <laughs> come on. That's a good movie. We got, we got the hookups whenever you guys want to come through. <laughs> hey, that's a bet. But um, since we're all here now, go ahead and get started with the introduction. Mac and I are joined by returning guest, uh, Yaden Patrick. I think, Yaden, I think you've actually been on more than any... Like, besides the main guys, you've been on more than anybody else we've had. I know we had that one episode we recorded we never put out. But, um, Frank, how you doing? I know you just got back from the beach not too long ago. Yeah, I was doing great until about 20 minutes ago. Um, Braves ace Mike Soroka just, just died on the field, and I think I might have just died inside. I don't know. <laughs> it's it's tough. Uh, Braves have got an uphill battle from here on out. But it's been great watching the NBA. Sports are back, so that's good. Sports are I'm back. Excited. What are the what's record? What are the Braves sitting at right now? Like five and they're four, seven and six, three. Seven they're, and three. Uh, they're the best record in the baseball. Well, most wins in baseball right now. Yeah, they're losing seven to two in the sixth inning. So not so good tonight, but they've got the ground going. So Jeez. we'll see. And then of course we're joined by our special guest, a man that I've been trying to get on this podcast for a little while. Glad I finally got him, uh, Jackson Ellis. Live from Orlando. How you doing, my man? What's up? What's up, man? I appreciate it. Pleasure's all mine, man. I've been been waiting on on that invite. I knew I was gonna pounce on it as soon as it hit. So I, I appreciate it, man. I know, man. You're one of the first people who reached out too, and I was like, okay, yeah, I gotta I gotta get this man on. But to start, well, I mean, dude, look, I get it. I you know I don't I feel like I don't bring a lot to the table. I don't think there's a whole lot of people that care about the New York Knicks or Premier League football right now. So I you know it doesn't it doesn't hurt my feelings. I get it. Um, so I, you know, I just want, I just want to let you know that it's it nothing. I didn't take it personally. <laughs> no, it's all love. But I do want to go. I kind of want to go into immediately, kind of explain 
what you were telling us about yesterday in terms of your situation, your potential situation with the bubble. So oh, what's wow. the deal? Um, so me and my buddies go on a bike ride about once a week. Um, we just what, like everybody's off day kind of lines up. So we all try to we all try to head out. Um, and we actually have found this trail that somewhat I have somewhat of a trail. We got to go off road a little, little bit. Um, essentially, I'm, I'm living in Orlando. I live about two and a half miles away from the Grand Floridian, which is where a lot of the players and a couple of the teams are staying. Um, and we just kind of discovered a way, a possible entry into the bubble that we think that security may have not picked up on. Oh, so, you know, with all this free time, the thought of popping said bubble has has ran through my mind a little bit, but. I don't know. I didn't get the I didn't get the support that I was that I was wanting in the group chat yesterday. So I, I don't know. But but my but Flack's idea about blogging it was that's not. I mean that's not too bad. Hey, that'd be amazing content. And I'll say this because I got to thinking about it like earlier, and and this is obviously like I'm asking this to any of you. So what would you if you got the opportunity to get in the bubble and break it like? What are you doing? Are you going in there and you just like running around, making it as long as you can before you get caught? Are you like trying to stay low key? Because low key, there are regular people in the bubble. Yeah. So you could kind of fit in if you really wanted to. Are you just trying to meet a bunch of players? Like, what's you get into the bubble? What's your play? It's... Well, I know that. Uh, oh no, go ahead, go ahead. I, I want to. All right. Uh, this is this will be my plan. So, I go to my local my local store i get like a uh, like a polo like this but with a team logo let's say like um well the knicks aren't in it obviously but let's say pelicans or something like that so i'm acting like i'm a like a equipment manager or something random and then you gotta go up to different athletes and you gotta like convince them that you can smuggle girls into the bubble <laughs> from your location <laughs> Fine, exactly. Like, exactly. So you can just be like, "Hey, I can smuggle girls in from this location," and then if security can't get it, like you might have a good little business on it. But you gotta be low key. You gotta get your garb and everything ready to go. Like, when what do you mean like, by business? Starting <laughs> to sound like prostitution. No, no money changing hands. Just like goodwill, you know. Word. No, it's okay. not probably, I mean, the girls, you're not paying the girls. If they're paying you, it's like you're the middleman. Yeah. Like, yeah. Then yeah. As long as there's yeah, exactly. not cash involved. It's, it's like not. if you take an Uber to go buy drugs, the Uber driver doesn't get in trouble. You know? That's so. true. That's, yeah. Wow. Incredible analogy. <laughs> I would say, and this is a lot less interesting, I think that I think that a team polo and a clipboard might get you might get you further than you think. Um, I got a buddy of mine who's a custodian in the Magic Kingdom, and that uniform is actually the same everywhere every park in the resorts and everything so i would i would just throw that outfit on take a pan and a broom and just start sweeping just everywhere i could get just sweep like i'm you know like you i i don't know i mean again it's not i i know that Jaden kind of set the bar a little bit high i mean i don't have anything interesting i would sweep the floor but i would look like i i belonged there no i mean you're playing you would make it or potentially you can make it the entire length of the bubble. Yaden. I think so. I think that, I don't know. If we're going for like realism, I think that I might have this one, but as far as creativity and just, I don't know, level Yaden. of interest, I, I definitely think that Yaden, I mean, I would, I would much rather try it that way. Yaden, I love your plan, but if you got caught, oh my gosh. That's true. It's going to be bad. 
Well, isn't it? I mean, isn't it? If any of us got caught, the league is just. I mean, that it's shot for a couple days, is it not? Isn't that like if there's like an infiltration in the bubble? Isn't that like play? Everyone just gets tested. Okay, I was thinking about that too. And well, first of all, Mac, did you have a plan at all? Like, what would you do? What? Did you have any plan for what you do if you got in the bubble? Had a plan. Uh, well, obviously, I do get what uh, Yane did. I just buy a shirt, tuck it in, give me a face mask, maybe a hat. Uh, I would just sneak in and try to act like I'm like some equipment manager or something. I don't know. Okay. That is a good point, though, Jackson. Like, what is the deal with these people that are like sweeping and like uh, working for Disney? Like, does Disney have people in these hotels every day? Yeah. So, as far as I know, um, the Grand Floridian is closed down to guests right now. I'm pretty sure all, and again, I don't know for sure, but I think all of the resorts right now are operating at 20% capacity because of the virus and the limited capacity inside the parks. But I think the Grand Floridian is cleared out of, of, of guests and typical cast members other than housekeeping and, and custodians. And then they obviously have like a sanitization team, a security, security out the ass from what I, from what I hear. But I, you know, I, 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 that's kind of all I've heard so far. Now, now hear me out in terms of what you were asking, Jackson. And I was thinking about this too. I honestly think, so you get in, even if you do get caught. I still think, realistically, just thinking about it, there's no way, okay, even if the NBA finds out you're in there and you're not supposed to be, I think they might test you. Hopefully, let's say, ideally, you come back negative. I feel like once you're in, you're in. There's no way at this point. Yeah, they wouldn't. say, say, I'll give everyone here COVID if you just don't want me to stay. Yeah, like, if you take one step closer, I'm going to run around and touch everybody on the face. (laughs) It's like, there's no way they're shutting the bubble down over... One random person getting in. Over one unemployed 22-year-old man who's got nothing better to do, just throws on a custodial costume and you starts me? sweeping. Like you sure might actually end up being like a, a folklore hero uh, in some sense. Yeah. <laughs> man holds bubble hostage. <laughs> over like, what if you did that? What if you like started taking photos of people that like maybe weren't like social distancing or whatever, yeah. and then you like showed it to them and we were like, Hey, I'm gonna release these photos if you don't let me just like hang out in the bubble for the next. No, yeah, no, I, I think that's a great idea. So you're just going in there and just snitching on famous athletes. Just... <laughs> oh, that could backfire. <laughs> that could backfire. Maybe, maybe, maybe get a couple teams kicked out and see if, see if we can get the the guys from New York in here. <laughs> Listen, you'd have to get a lot of teams kicked out before they put the mix. <laughs> This would have to be a this would have to be a, a multiple day project. We got to go. To, we're going team by team. That's I don't know. I don't know how deep we. That's to kind go. of like biological warfare. Like you start infecting teams with COVID, like one by one, yeah. getting them out of the bubble to get the Knicks into the bubble. Yeah, I, I mean that's that well, is the you don't only that, way. Though. That is the only way the New York Knicks were ever going to make it. Biological warfare. It's, yeah, that's that's it. Sabotage. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and going off of that, straight off of that, we're going to dive right into it. So, Jackson, tell me what it's like, considering you're the only one I know, what is it like being a New York Knicks fan? Oh, man. Um, so, I don't know. You know, I was, 
in high school, I was obviously the fan. I was a fan of a lot of teams just because I like jerseys. I like collecting jerseys. NFL, I was like the biggest bandwagon you ever meet every year. It's a new team. But when I was younger, I was the biggest Carmelo Anthony fan. And I was the, I was the biggest Nuggets fan. And then as soon as that, as soon as that transaction happened, I hopped on the Knicks and have been with them since. And I wish that I could go back and kick young Jackson in the head. Because <laughs> this is, I, I don't know. I mean, it's one of those things that, you st- I mean, as far as a as far as an Alabama fan, I don't really want to go there. But uh, you know, Mac obviously can can attest to this. We're a little spoiled, where it's almost as if, I you know, it's it's almost as if I I'm kind of expecting every single team that I support to contend for a championship year in year out. Mm-hmm. Um, and let me tell you, I mean, I as as hard as I try to not carry that mindset over to my New York Knicks fan side. Every year, I'm I'm the guy. You, you, you know that you know the meme on Twitter of of the Joker putting the mat like painting his face. Every yeah. year, it's like every year, it's like you know what, young guys, young core. This is it. You know, this is the year that we break even, and next year we sneak into the playoffs, and it's it's almost like it's going it's it's going in reverse, man. And I don't see it turning around anytime soon. So, I honestly think too, and y'all tell me if y'all think I'm wrong. I don't think any other major sports franchise faces as much as pure disappointment as the Knicks do. Like, would y'all agree with this? Because I, like, I would, I, I would agree with that. Yeah. Maybe that's biased, but I would. Did, didn't I? I mean, I, I didn't read the full article, but I'm pretty sure the New York Knicks are like the most valuable. They're like the most valuable like NBA team, and I think like the yeah. second or third most valuable. Yeah. Yeah. Sports, yeah I just pulled like, up right here. I, it's Cowboys, Yankees, Real Madrid, Barcelona, and then New York Knicks. That's worldwide. That's, yeah, that's, the whole world. No, rough. there's nobody more disappointing than the New York Knicks. There's no chance. What about the Dallas Cowboys? That's what I was going to say. Look, the Cowboys. Yeah. At least they make the playoffs. Yeah, they're yeah. just they're just never as good as they think they're going to be. Then you have, like, you've got obviously the Redskins. I don't think Redskins fans have expectations for them anymore. Um those would be the your two only closest. Could be Cowboys because you think, oh yeah, they're actually going to win something this year. The Knicks is just depressing. Like, damn, we're going to win 15 games this year again. Like, and when I mean, when we were, tanking, really like we're, we're tanking for Zion, we weren't even good at being bad, dude. We didn't even get what we wanted there. Like, it's just not that entire year. If we had landed Zion Williamson, that entire year to me would have been okay. And I remember watching the lottery. Look, I I probably. Cried. I, I will admit, as a grown man, like I've probably cried during five sporting events my entire life that I can remember. The lottery, I'm not joking. I was furious. I'm pretty sure I I shed tears of anger. <laughs> I, I couldn't believe it. It was, I mean, it was one of those things. I mean, you guys know was, I mean, people were already buying Zion Williamson Knicks jerseys. It was like a done deal. Every time I tweet something, the few. Knicks fan followers I have would always say it's okay man we're getting Zion it was like that's true (laughs) no it's not not. it wasn't true hey which one was worse missing out watching this lottery man can't even tank we can't even we're not even good at being bad we're not good at anything hey and I don't know which one was worse I don't know if you were one of the people that were hype on this bandwagon but missing out on Zion or missing out on KD and Kyrie missing out on Zion I, I think okay first of all I hate I hate Kyrie Irving. I think that Kyrie Irving would be would be horrible for the franchise. 
Second of all, I don't have a lot of respect for Kevin Durant. Obviously, that would that would completely change if you put a Knicks jersey on. I'd be the biggest <laughs> Kevin Durant fan you'll ever meet. But, I mean, watching them go to Brooklyn is like a whole another thing. You know yeah. What I mean? like, hey, that, was, that was horrible. Because that's like the one thing is like, the Nets could win a championship, and, and it's still they're still considered the Knicks' little brother. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it was like, man, big brother's like, is like losing out. But I don't know. And I mean, then you get down to the, I mean, we didn't even, we didn't even offer KD a max. Is that's that true? Walked, your brother that's had why he walked. That's why James he walked. James Dolan didn't want to interview. What? Yeah. yeah. It was reported that James Dolan didn't even want to interview with KD. Yeah. Didn't, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it was, it was one of those things that's like, but yeah, I mean, I don't. Dude, I don't know. I mean, it was, but I would definitely say, I would definitely say Zion just because, I don't know. I don't want Kyrie. I don't even care. I don't even care if that puts us in the playoffs. I don't want Kyrie Irving. Hey, I'm fine with both of those takes. Not the biggest Kyrie guy and KD. I mean, great player, but he's, is KD. Um, yeah. What about, so how, how do you feel about the fact that y'all, y'all hit all these lotteries, y'all are bad all these years, y'all finally get a, uh, you know, a solid pick in the lottery and then you trade him to Dallas now, were you for that move, against that move, the Porzingis? No. You know, what's funny about that, there was a Bleacher Report video that came out, and it was like a two-minute tribute video of Knicks fans burning their Kristaps jerseys. Oh, I boy. made it in that video. I, sub- I like, sent the video in, and and it's, like, it has my, like, Twitter handle, and it's me, like, throwing my Kristaps Porzingis jersey, like, in a fire. Well, we got to find Which this. is crazy, because I don't even hate Kristaps Porzingis. Dude, I do the same thing. Are you kidding me? He's, that's like that's the smartest move anybody involved with the New York Knicks franchise in the last ten years has made was leaving. Oh yeah, I'd agree. I mean, where it's I mean it's so I mean, I, dude, I don't know because he's I mean he's special. But well, you burned it whenever he got drafted or whenever they traded him. They traded him. It was not the uh, draft. No, I personally I don't know. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna act like I was I wasn't one of the Knicks fans that were like going on Instagram right after, like, oh, this kid, this guy's going to suck. But, like, when it happened, I was There like, were a lot of them, though, that when they A lot of them. Yeah. A lot of them. Yeah. I, I, remember, I remember when it happened, the Knicks fans were, like, booing him and everything like that. And it's, dude, are you kidding me? Like, if I was Chris Thompson, I would have left, too. I don't blame him at all. And then, what, the most recent Knicks move, does this help? This kind of, all y'all, what y'all think about this, uh, of their coaching hire. What they hire? Thibodeau? Tom Thibodeau, yep. does that help or hurt the the ambition for the Knicks going forward? How do you feel about that? So, I think that this 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 hire is going to be what shows everybody that the issue with the Knicks has nothing to do with the coaching staff or the players or anything except James Dolan. It doesn't matter who the head coach is. I mean, it's it's everything everything from the everything from below the owner management everything i'm okay with just ownership james dolan's an idiot dude yeah and that's like that's where the problem i mean that's where the problem is it's i mean and free agents have been saying it for years but i mean players don't want to come to new york you don't want to be you don't want to be involved with james dolan but i don't know because i didn't think i didn't like hornacek at all i didn't think fizdale was that bad i don't think we gave him enough time he was the year that we tanked for zion he did it very well he was very good at tanking which as a Knicks fan, if you can find a coach that can do that consistently, I think you, I think you ink him for as many years as you, as he will want to stay. The Sixers will agree with you. Yeah, I, look, I, I would take, I would take. I, I, I was a fan of the Fizdale hire. I'm a fan of this hire, but I just think this is gonna show 
the rest of the sports world, what Knicks fans and a lot of fans that just watch basketball, they know that the issue with the New York Knicks is is in the ownership. Yeah, for sure. I mean, Yaden Mac, do y'all like it, hate it, not care about it? Like, is it that big of a deal? Uh, I think they should give Fizdale more time. Personally, he's a player's coach. Yep. Yeah. Every, every player loves him. LeBron and Wayne Wade talk about how much they love Dave Fizdale. Yep. So I think they should give him more time, but. No, uh, I agree. Not... Especially, especially with what they are trying to do, building around young talent and all these draft picks we had. There's no, there's not a coach out there that's better for that than Fizdale. Facts. Yeah, because Thibodeau's like your old, like, play defense for 35 minutes and shoot eight shots and win, like, 93 to 87. And if you're the New York Knicks, you got to capitalize on the fact that you're in New York City and it's flashy and there's a lot of lights and people yeah. are there to have a good time, you know? No, like, dude, nobody, nobody in MSG wants to see defense. We're not, like, <laughs> nobody's there watching defense. Yeah, and then, like, no, you're not going to get a lot of big-name free agents that are going to come play for Thibodeau and then that situation. Like, this is another thing I saw. It's a lot of things I'm just seeing and not really looking into. Um, they did some type of poll. Like, I don't know if it was recent or if it was a couple years ago. Maybe you guys have seen it. Maybe you haven't. About players that want, like, like who, like, what coaches they want to play for the most to the least. And apparently, like, 35% of the players that took this poll had bibs, like, at the very bottom. Oh, Said that, and I, I don't know if that's because he requires you to, like, hustle and play defense. But... I think there's like a, I mean, I feel like there's a deeper meaning to that. Maybe. Now, when was this? You saw this recently? Yeah. You know what? Here, let me see if I can, let me see if I can pull this up because. Because that would make sense. I mean, this is post um, him standing by and watching as Jimmy Butler bullies Andrew Wiggins and Carl Anthony Towns. <laughs> but, and then they all leave. And then they all leave. Uh, yeah, and kind of going off what you, you were saying, I think. It's one of the worst hires I've seen in a little while. <laughs> infamously known. The worst? Yes. Infamously known, loved by young players, Tom Thibodeau, in a team full of a young core. And then I was going to ask you about this, too. Um, I'm one of those guys who I actually kind of got hype on the whole Lamella to New York thing. Like, I like that a lot. And well, well, let's just pump the brakes. Yeah, of course. It's a lottery. They might not even happen. A lot could happen, but I'd love to see. Like, I think that'd be a good spot for Lamelo. I would love it. I I was actually talking to a couple of my friends about this. For me, it's like, as crazy as it sounds, it's like Lamelo or bust. I think almost to the point where it's like, if we don't don't get Lamelo, I don't know if there's really many people from this class that number one we need or number two really excites me that much. Exactly. It's it's like, so I'm big on Anthony Edwards, but y'all have R.J. Barrett. Um, yeah. I like Wiseman. Power forward, Obi Tobin. Y'all don't have enough power forwards, right? Yeah. Now, so oh yeah, that's so. From every every um, every mock I've seen so far, either has us going Obi or. Wait, actually. Yeah, the, I was completely Obi joking because I thought we found like three power forwards no, last time. No, I, no, I'm serious. No, we did, but I don't know how many of those are coming back because everybody that we signed except for Julius Randle was. Was a, it was a two-year deal, but with a team option on the second year. So I don't know where, what their plan is there, but um, I know it was either Obi or the guy from – God, how do you say his name? Um, guy from the Middle East. I think 
think he's from the Middle East. I know you're talking about. He's a is he uh, a point guard? Uh, yeah, Dennis Avedji or something like that. I don't know. Avedji, that doesn't sound right. I know who uh, you're talking about. A V D I J A. Avedji? Yeah, whatever it is. I, I'm hearing a lot about him. Which, yeah, which he's from Israel. Like, I mean, the New York Knicks love taking players that aren't from the United States of America, so I'm sure that's where we're going to go, which, I mean, it worked out for us once, so I don't know how good he is, but for me, it's, it's LaMelo, or I'm going to be pretty much unhappy with everything else. Now, Mac, are you saying hold on to that just because realistically, or like you don't you don't like it? McCartney. R.I.P. Mac. Did we lose him? I'll, I'll go ahead and say I don't think that we're gonna. I don't think we're even gonna be in a position to get him. I think our chances. I don't even know what our chances are at the at a, a first a top three pick, which I don't really see him making it out of the top four no top five if we're being generous and i don't i mean i don't think i want to say like first second and third pick it's like six percent seven percent seven percent like it's it's awful hey that new yeah the new lottery change is probably the last thing the knicks needed the, the absolute last dude <laughs> this is so awful like everything i mean it's that's what's funny about it at, at some point i mean y'all know like i i mean i try to keep everything light and just laugh everything off but like I mean, that's where I'm at, man. Like, I got. <laughs> I mean, it's it's just funny. I as a joke, I we have a I, we have a signed Kevin Knox jersey hanging right here in my room. I bought it online. How and, much? And that thing, I spent more on that. That thing is not. That thing is worth nothing. That thing is worth less than what I paid for it. But it's hanging right above my bed because I because that's just that's just how I am. The Knicks live on potential every year. Potentially, yeah, every year, good. every year it's like every year it's like yeah. But these guys, Frank, Knicks fans are gonna wake up. Frank Nealakina is gonna be thirty years old, and they're gonna be like, just give him a couple more years. Hey, he's thirty. <laughs> he can't have a couple more years. He's, he's too old. I mean, I know I've got a couple of guys that are like a couple of young guys that. I mean, I don't watch a lot of Nick games, but I know that people are high on like um, Robinson. Mitchell Robinson's nice. Mitchell Robinson is a stud. He's um, a great player. He's, our, he's probably our best player. I would say he's our best player. I would, I would, I would say that he. I mean, he's he's my favorite to watch, and I would put him above Julius Randle. I think that he is our. I think he was our best player. Okay. But, yeah, I mean, as far I mean, young talent. My favorite was Alonzo Trier, and we just. I mean, we re, we released him. I liked Alonzo. That was, that was so stupid. I loved him, dude. He could ball. He was. I mean, I have his jersey hanging too, and we just released him. And I don't know. I don't know why it was. It was stupid, but. No, a lot of young talent. I mean, but I mean, yeah. To go off of that, I'm sorry I went off on a tangent there, but yeah, Mitchell Robinson, incredible. I'm trying to think. Do you like? Are you an RJ? How you feel about RJ at the moment? I think we 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 put him through a lot his rookie year. Yeah. We we put him through a lot. I mean, you look at. I mean, obviously he didn't produce like like job, but even like even Grizzlies fans, I feel like were patient. You know what I mean? Like. Like, Ja could have been mid, and fans would still be, like, okay with it. But in New York, it's, I mean, it was, because we, because we were supposed to get Zion. This is the year that was supposed to change everything. So it's like, okay, we didn't get Zion, we got RJ, let's see what this kid can do. And he was getting as many minutes as anybody on the court, shooting 40% from the field, I think, 40, 40 or 42. 
Yeah, somewhere around I mean, there. But, I mean, as a rookie, that's not horrible. But, I mean, we we kind of asked him to put all of New York on his back, and I didn't think it was a, I didn't think it was a horrible rookie year. But Zion is fat now. So that's true. You know. This is true. Also, I don't know how you guys feel about this, but I there's no way that Zion's knee is fine. No chance. I don't know. Dude, that's 300 pounds, about 280 pounds, bouncing up and down on a meniscus every time he's every time he touches the court. There is no – look, knock on wood, I think he's a great guy, and I never wish a player injury, but there's just no way, dude. Hey, go ahead and keep it. I think it's 300. I really do think it's 300 pounds. Like, looking at him, I think he's gotten dude, heavier. That's, okay, thank you. I wasn't trying to be a dick. I, I legitimately think he might be up there now. He's got to be the biggest dude in the NBA. Has to like, be. Has to be. He's huge. I think Boban yeah. was up there, and Boban was 280. And I'm pretty yeah. – I'd say Zion's heavier than Boban for sure. I don't – But, but I, I don't get it. You can't have with, – with, I mean, his, his game is above the rim. And he can't – he can't keep – I mean, I'm not – he's good. He's good on the floor, but above the rim. But you, he that explosiveness – there's no way he's going to be 24 years old still bouncing up and down on those knees with that much weight. Again, I hope I'm wrong. I'm not just saying this is a salty Knicks fan. I, I hope for his safety yeah. and his personal health that he has a long career. But I just don't see it. I don't know if that's a dark thing to say. No, it's, it, unfortunately, like I said, I agree. I hope I hope not. But I was talking to – I said it to Mac and Mike yesterday. The other thing that scares me is – which is kind of what people were worried about from the jump. I don't think the Pelicans have any idea what they're doing with them. No idea. I, I don't have any confidence. I mean, I've seen the whole, they've been running them on limited minutes. But at the same time, they're saying he they're doing so because he's out of shape. And the only way to get in shape is to play in games. So I just I just think is they're kind all, of... Is this all a byproduct of the injury? Are they like kind of taking their time to put him... Is it just kind of like a... Like, he got hurt, and he's still recovering from that? It's got to be. I don't know what... I think they're just making it up as they go. I don't... I don't I don't know. I honestly don't. That's, all, that's sketch to a point, like, maybe Zion's not hooping, but he is, obviously. Yeah, like, what if they're just benching him because he's not good enough? He's just not playing. Yeah. <laughs> that's what I was thinking earlier. I was like, what if this guy's just not good? <laughs> yeah, what if, what, if, what if they're finally like, all right, you know what? Screw it. Like, here's 30 minutes, and it's... I mean, it's just bad. <laughs> They're saving him from himself, embarrassing himself. Yeah, I don't know. Well, that's what I'm, I, I was watching the. God, who did? The, I mean, was it was the Pelicans and the Jazz? And at the, I mean, at the end of the game, for the last five minutes, maybe longer, maybe less, I don't know. But for the last five minutes, Zion's just nowhere to be found. Yep, I think it was longer. Maybe the maybe the whole fourth quarter actually. I think it was. I think it was like fifteen was it the minutes. Entire fourth, I, I don't think he I, he might he may have not stepped foot on the court. And that entire fourth quarter was neck and neck, and they just did not. They just didn't put him in the game. I think they have to be given up. I mean, they won today over um, who they just that played. Was big. Memphis. Yeah, they won over Memphis, yeah. who's the team that's in the eight seed. But I don't know if they're really trying to go for that playoff spot or not. Like, if you're not going to play Zion, it doesn't seem like you're trying to get into the playoffs. So I don't. Yeah. Know. Zion did finally play in the fourth quarter of this game, though, which was big. And that's the first time he played in the fourth quarter. But, but still, he was still on the bench for, like, large chunks of the game that you normally wouldn't see out of a guy that's supposed to be, like, your 
your main focus. So. Now, did he play well? I didn't get to watch it. Yeah, did he play well? He got fouled, like, every time he shot the ball. But, I mean, he's very good athlete, very quick, jump off the ground, fast as fuck. But he, look, oh, he looks good. fat out there. He just looks fat. Like, yeah, yeah, he looks like a big boy. He does. Yeah. I mean, branching off... That Disney, it's that Disney food getting to him, man. Bro, it's that Disney food and that uh, it that New Orleans, yeah, that New Orleans yeah. cooking, man. That, he, yeah, man, he got down there with all the all the gumbo and all the all them po boys and everything. That's carbs, dude. Can't turn it down. Come on now, let's get to stuff. Of course not. <laughs> but going off that bubble talk, what do y'all? I mean, I know Max, uh, how he feels about it. What do y'all think about kind of favorites going into the these playoffs and um. Well, yeah, start with that. Who y'all like to win the whole thing right now, if I had to ask? Well, I don't know about whole thing, but I'm in. I'm all in on the Rockets bandwagon right now. I, I think they might make a little run. They make a little run here. They um, Beforehand, I was high on them. I like how uh, Russell Westbrook and James Harden are playing together. Russell Westbrook, he's I think he's averaging like second or third most points of his career. So highest field goal percentage. James Harden's gonna score you forty points a game, at least. <laughs> um, yeah, I think I think they could beat the Clippers and make it to the Western Conference Final. I really do think they can. Well, it's fine. The goals are not big enough. For them. They're playing the Clippers, Lakers, second round. If they do get well, together, we'll see where it shakes all out because they have won a couple of games, so they might they might hop up. But, but who's guarding who's guarding Russ and James Harden in that series, Lakers Rockets? Um, probably. LeBron and what Danny Green maybe? Yeah, I'd say probably Danny Green and uh ah oh, I don't want to say Kuzma, maybe. Uh, I who is Danny who's going to guard Russell Westbrook? Like who's guarding Russell Westbrook? Exactly, who's going to guard James Harden? Hey, honestly, I'm not worried about that because it doesn't matter who guards James Harden. He's going to do James Harden. And that's exactly. And Russell's going to do Russell Westbrook. Guards? What point guards do the Lakers have in the bubble right now? LeBron James. Caruso, LeBron. Um, I mean. Okay, right now they're lined up on the floor. Deion Waiters, J.R. Smith, Dwight Howard, LeBron James, and Kyle Kuzma. I can so, tell you right now, I mean, wait, I mean, that's three people on the floor defensively. J.R. Smith can't play defense. He, I mean, he chooses not to play defense, I yeah. feel like. But, I mean, that's just like, the, I mean, many others. And Deion Waiters, I don't know. He was a bucket in the first game, though. Hey, they guarded the, the Clippers pretty well the other day. AD and LeBron, though? They both dropped. How are Paul George and Kawhi dropped 30. They lost. <laughs> they still dropped 30, so they played a good defense. If the Rockets and Lakers play in this series, Anthony Davis and James Harden will both average 50 points a game. <laughs> And both games would be like 120 to 125. It'd be great TV. Bro, what That'd was the final awesome. score to the Rockets, the Rockets-Mavs the other day? Like 150? <laughs> Mac, do you remember that? It kind of cooled off, but it was like in the 120s, I think, yeah. That, that, that was when, like, Kristaps and Luka dropped 70 combined. Yeah. And they and still lost. Because <laughs> they can't box out on a freaking free throw. <laughs> I won 20 bucks on that game, so I'm not complaining. <clears throat> Mac. Oh, I'm complaining. I'm the one who lost $20. That's crap, 
But uh, Jackson, who you liking in this in this bubble situation? I will say outside with Yaden, as far as just the hopping on the Rockets bandwagon, um, I I don't know. I mean, that's kind of. I mean, James Harden and Russ can send I me, mean, like you said, James Harden, that's a walking bucket. Like, it's a walking bucket. Like, it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, just kind of like the the fanboy inside me does want to see LeBron just act different. I think that, I mean, I if I if I was a betting man, I'd probably put money on the Lakers. There we and go. the only reason I'm not a betting man is because I don't have money to bet. But if I did, <laughs> I'd both put it on the Lakers and I would both, I'm, I'm, and I'm, I'm much rooting much so rooting for the Lakers. I've kind of been saying from the jump, like, I'm all Lakers guy. I'll even admit it, so I don't know why Matt gets so mad. The Clippers have the better team. And I think everybody who really knows basketball, the Clippers have the better team. But I'm yeah, just, player for player, that's a, be- I mean, that's a, better, that's a better squad. But. For sure, but I'm just, With like Montrose Harrell or without? Either way. Either way. That's I a big, know. no, I agree. We, that's we, a, just saw, we just saw, yes, uh, couple nights ago. They almost beat him without Montrezl Harold and Lou Williams. But they didn't. Dude, nobody didn't. nobody's trying to guard Montrez Harold. Facts. <laughs> no, I mean that's I mean he's inside I mean inside inside the paint I mean in the paint, dude, nobody. Nobody's trying to guard nobody can and nobody's trying to. <laughs> I'm hey, not Anthony trying Davis to. went for like forty. Yeah. I mean I don't know. Like I said, even Trez being out there, it's not like Trez is going to stop Anthony Davis. I mean, he'll help, but Trez is also three inches shorter than Anthony Davis. Yeah. So. He averages 19 points. So yeah, he does. It. He's important. He, he's my sixth man of the year. But um, any sleepers? Any uh, kind of quiet teams y'all like? I've got a couple I know. I know, Yaden, you, you're you a Heat guy. You think that team has any chance? <laughs> I I'm, I've been high on the Heat, but today they just melted under the pressure of the fourth quarter. They had three turnovers in the last two minutes of the game. Dos Minotos, three trace turnovers. So <laughs> it was rough to watch. Um, yeah, I mean they drew up a play at the end, gave the ball to Jimmy Butler, and he just threw it straight away. So I mean, I just don't think they can like perform when clutch time. I I would rather go with the Sixers over the Heat. I think that the Sixers. And maybe they will make a little action in the East because you know I'm I'm very low on the Bucks though I don't think the Bucks will get out of the East I think the Celtics will or Sixers will be out of the East because I Chris Middleton agree that's my take Greek freak Jackson I would, I would I would I would agree with that my Miami for me I just think they're fun to watch I just enjoy watching Miami. And I got I got a buddy here that's actually a Miami Heat fan, so it's kind of one of those things that, that as soon as I got down here, he's just like, you know, the Heat have a chance, the Heat have a chance, the Heat have a chance, and it's like, okay, the Heat have a chance, and it's like, hey, no, they don't. You just had somebody telling you that every day. <laughs> so I don't I don't know if I'm that high in the Heat. I like watching them. I like watching. I, I don't think there's something I enjoy more than watching Duncan Robinson shoot a three. I mean, he's I, I mean he's just unreal. But no. I saw top to bottom, like I don't know if I saw the other day I forgot who it is. I think it was I forgot who said it, but someone made the bold take that I think Duncan Robinson is the best shooter in the league. Yeah. Man. I mean, I don't know. I mean, I, I, that, that's a hot take that I, I will support. I, I don't just because it is a hot take. I would keep in mind the fact that it is a scorching hot take, but I would side with that. I mean, he's just 
when he came out in his first game back, he after the game he was like, "Shooters don't forget how to shoot." I heard that. That's like an all-time quote. That's fire. That's hard. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I don't know. Um, Nobody got any love for Toronto or anything. No, no. Nah. Who Toronto? I feel like that's both of them. Toronto and Miami. Like I'm confident in Jimmy, but I don't know if he's he can do all that. Um, like the Raptors are a good team. Don't get me wrong. I love watching them play, but like you know, you have to have a guy, you know, in playoff time where you can go to and get you a bucket. That was Kawhi. Yeah. I agree with you, man. Yeah. yeah. That's what it was like watching the Raptors Heat game today. They were just turning the ball over to each other because at the end of the game, nobody was like taking control of the game. Yeah. But I mean, Kawhi kind of shit the bed against the Lakers. I mean, at the end of the game, he didn't really didn't really hit anything. So I don't know if it's. Him or Paul George, like who are you giving the ball to? To the Clippers. Totally. I mean, they both kind of just like. Born to skip Bayless, it's Lou, Lou Will. That's who you give the ball to. <laughs> that's that's great. a surefire way to lose the game. Yeah. <laughs> but um, we'll see. I think I think Kawhi, Kawhi was trying to do a step back, and LeBron read it. And he was sitting on it. He was sitting on. He was waiting yeah. for that. So he didn't he lock him up the possession before that too? Yeah. No, that was earlier in the game. Yeah, he that was like halftime. That was like second quarter. Okay. No, I remember that last. I mean, I don't know. There's just like, but that's the thing, man. I don't mean to come on here and be like a broad fanboy, but like something like that. He just see that like it's go time. I mean, he's just single handedly in the last two minutes. Defensively, I mean, it's. I mean, he did that. He did that on his own. Yeah. I mean, it's all right. I hey, I'm a Braun fanboy, so fine with that. Um. So yeah, you don't see Milwaukee out of the East, Mac. I know you don't. You don't see Milwaukee out the East, do you? No. Jackson, you don't see Milwaukee, or do you have Milwaukee? No, no, abs- I honestly, absolutely not. Wow. Right, we can agree. That's crazy to me because, like, before everything happened near the end of the season, I feel like Milwaukee was that team that everybody was like, "All right, is it Lakers, Clippers out West? Maybe I guess Rockets, like we talked about." Who is it that'll be facing Milwaukee? And all of a sudden, we get to the playoffs, and everybody's like, actually, the Celtics could beat them. Uh, I could see Philly beating them. So I don't know. That's, that's just crazy to me how quick everybody's been like, I'm not too sure about this Giannis guy in crunch time. Well, it's it, it's not Giannis to me. It's Chris Melton. I don't think he's the, the number two guy for the Bucks. No, Giannis, Giannis dropped 36 like 15 and 7 against the Celtics, they won by 7 points. And Jason Tam dropped 5. Yeah, that's rough. Uh, it was still a close game. Like, Chris Milton is just not the dude. Well, that, I mean, that's that's why I'm like, absolutely. If if Giannis, if Giannis is sub 25 points, I mean, it's it's an L. Like, it's just an automatic L. Which, I mean, he's a freak, and that that's rare, but, I mean, it does happen. Yeah. Especially in playoff time, you know, if you can, I mean, if you shut down Giannis, you shut, you shut him down. No, they they don't make it out. Yeah, and that's exactly what happened to him last year. So yeah, for sure. Um, and then yesterday the game where they played the Rockets, Harden kind of locked them down when it mattered too. So I don't know. Let's see. Oh, this is yeah, complete. He's not the guy that you just want to like go take a jump shot. 
like, hey, yo, give me a bucket right now. That's not really honest's game. It's like in the flow of the game, I'm going to make plays, I'm going to make freakish plays. Not like, all right, it's time to score. Not his game. He doesn't have that switch that you see in, again, in LeBron. It's just like it's – I mean, it's time to – it's like we it's like we need a quick bucket. I'm I'm gonna, I'm gonna get a quick bucket. Mm. I mean he's just limited in what he can do. Like he's sprinting downhill yeah. at the rim or he's taking that set three, like in crunch time there's you know what's coming. At least that's how I feel. So I don't know. Um Oh, this is completely random. Yeah, I didn't <laughs> I didn't plan to talk about this, but I saw this the other day, Jackson, and I wanted to I was gonna send it to you. I saw it on Instagram. Um this is not NBA or anything. I think to this day, I think DeAnthony Thomas is the greatest return man I've ever seen in my life. The most electrifying special teams. The most, he's just, dude. Talking about a, a walking bucket. DeAnthony Thomas in college, man, he was, he was different. He was Tyreek Hill before Tyreek Hill. Bro, and that's not even, like, a thing I saw and realized the other day. Like, I knew that back on those NCAA games, especially when they had, what, him and LaMichael, too? Him, LaMichael James, um, Marcus Mariota, you run, like, the option and everything like that. Josh Huffett, receiver, it was, I mean, it was unfair. He was unstoppable. And uh, branching off that, I'm about to put all of y'all on the spot, so it's okay, you'll all be there. If you had to think of some of the top two or three couple of return guys, College football, not even. We're not gonna talk like Devin Hester in that. College guys, you've ever seen? Who would you give? Javier, Javier Arenas. Javier's Javier, up there. Yeah, Damn, look at that. Javier's got to be there. Javier's goat. Yeah, I Um, no, Javier, and then I mean, DAT man, D'Anthony Thomas was. I mean, he was different. He brought back that like. That small style was like five seven. Yeah. He brought back that like small ball, like I'm faster than you. That's all I need. <laughs> but man, I don't know. Another, I mean, not historical, but I, I just remember going to Alabama games. I, I would watch. You'd see Cyrus Jones take one back every now and then, but he wasn't. Cyrus I mean, Jones was good. Cyrus Jones was he, good. He was a good return man, but I don't. I think he only did it for one or two years. I mean, to think of some names that I thought of off the top of my head, I don't know if y'all remember Trenton Holiday, another small guy, LSU. Yeah. Um, yeah. Who's that guy for Arkansas? I was I couldn't think of his name. Who was that? Uh, I don't know. There's obviously that one famous one that you always see against, like, Tennessee when he breaks, like, nine tackles and goes. Yeah. But I yeah. think there's a, he has a couple other ones, too. Tennessee, Cordell Patterson. Cordell Patterson. Cordell Patterson. Yeah. Cordell Patterson, and then from West Virginia, um, Noel Devine Tavon. or Tavon. Tavon, yeah, Tavon. Tavon. No, well, yeah, still Tavon, Noel Devine. Um, who was the guy? Stedman Bailey. They put they would put him and Tavon back to receive kicks, and it was I mean one of them would. They, they were like one of the first teams. Like they would have two guys back there. Do the little and, and, and the kickers like kickers like who do you want me to kick? To? They're like <laughs> dude, just get it, just get out the back of the end zone. Like neither, neither one of them. Yeah, please. Um, This guy did more than just returns, but the name, like, C.J. Spiller comes to mind from Clemson. Um, Percy Harvin. I don't know how much. I think think he returned kicks for a little bit, and I'm pretty sure he got hurt and didn't do it anymore. But I just remember when he came into Florida, he was supposed to be, like, just fast. He was, like, all-time, like, track star. And I remember they put him, they they let him return some kicks, and he was, I mean, it was unreal. 
Bro, I remember at that time period, they had a few of those guys, too. Kind of like y'all. That was when they had, what, like, Jeffrey Demps and Chris Rainey, if y'all remember those names? Yeah. Yeah, Jeff Demps was filthy. They could fly. Um, yeah. I heard some, I remember hearing some rumor uh, back when they were there that one of them caught a squirrel. <laughs> Like, on campus, I don't know how true that is, obviously. I was probably also, like, 15 years old. Thought it was the coolest thing ever. Like, that yeah, is he, awesome. He chased know. down the school. I like, grew up chasing rabbits. Was it, like, Deion Sanders would just run around outside, like, chasing rabbits in his backyard <laughs> to get faster? That's, like, an all-time great story, too. I was thinking Ryan Switzer from that UNC, though. My kids are going to be chasing rabbits. <laughs> <laughs> a rabbit. Imagine being a rabbit, being, like, why is this... Is large human? Why? Like, why is it chasing yeah. me? Man? Like, leave me alone. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. I'm trying to think if there's, I mean, really anything else I want to hit. We're at this is a solid episode right here. Um, y'all got anything y'all want to add? Any thoughts, comments? Man, not really. Again, man, I appreciate you letting me on. I, you know, I. It's, man, I, I appreciate it. I've really enjoyed this and enjoyed catching up. I hope you guys are all doing well. Are, are any of you guys in Birmingham? Yeah. All three of us? Oh, all of you. Okay. Yeah. So I, um, it's possible that I actually end up coming back to Birmingham to work for a little bit. Since I can't find anything down here, I'll keep my lease down here, but come back through Beeham. So when I make that return, we'll we'll go grab some food or go ball. I see you guys blowing up the group chat every day. I, I feel so bad that I can never, like, I can never, like, join in on any of those things. I wish you guys had come down here because there's, man, there's a court everywhere down here. And every day, pe- people are running it daily. And I feel like, hey. I feel like these Bama boys could hand out some buckets. Hey, don't threaten us with a good time now. I will come. Yeah. But, uh... Man, you guys got a place to stay always. You know that. Meet Mickey Mouse. Yeah. Meet Mickey Mouse. Pop the bubble. That's, dude, that's a podcast. I'm telling you, I would do it. I would do it for, I would do it for the brand. I would do it for, like, just, just, just so you can get those. It's like, it's like what what Mike said that clickbait. Like I popped, I'm trying to pop the bubble. Hey, I'd laugh if you just went ahead and did it, and like, uh, you get caught. I mean, hopefully not, but you did it. You got caught and got like kind of in trouble for it, and they tracked yeah. it back to this podcast, and we all get oh, canceled. Yeah. <laughs> they knew exactly how I was gonna do it. That son of a bitch. <laughs> the custodial, the cust. Well, that, that's what I'm saying. I mean, I, I I hope this I hope this takes off. But after I try. Otherwise, they're just gonna be like, "Look out for the kid in the in the custodial office. He's he's not he's not real." It's <laughs> true. Yeah, but no, of course, like man, like I said, I was glad to have you on. I appreciate you for coming. Um, same to you too, Frank. Uh, once again, I look forward to having. You know, we'll have both of y'all back on. I'm sure this was awesome. This is a great interview. And we'd love it. Love love to get into some love to get into some Premier League at some point. And bring bring Yaden in on that too. We got. We gotta talk about some stuff. Talk about some Man City. Yeah. Man hey, City cowards, man. That was kind of oh wow. That was kind of my original plan too. And like I brought Yaden because I knew like he knows uh, soccer fairly well. And yeah, I will just I know, say, I remember like he was one of the first people that I could like. Best FIFA player. And, you know, in and, the and I will say, I will say, Yaden has been Yaden has been claiming City for a while. I got another friend. I'm sure you guys know Bradley Hovey. He's also a he's also a, a City fan, and I hate. City so much, but it, I mean, it warms my heart that like Yaden and they all knocked us out of the FA Cup final. Oh yeah, dude, uh-huh. Freaking, uh, that was that was beautiful. I mean, this was this was a horrible season turned turned good, but 
Yeah, man. Again, Gabe, whenever, dude, you you hit my line and I and I got you. But I, I appreciate it, man. Pleasure was all mine. No problem, man. And uh, also, hey, I don't know if you know about this, but I have myself a Premier League squad, and we've actually had one of our, our better seasons. Yaden can back this. Okay. It's true. It's true. I decided. From day one, really. From day one. So when they're finally good, no one called me a bandwagon. Okay. But back in like 2016, 17, yeah. I decided to be a Burnley fan. I respect that. Why just say, dude, you're making me think you're about to say Liverpool, and he's like, he's like, now look, now look, I've been claiming it for a while. My team, Burnley, like Burnley. We had a Burnley. decent season. I mean, we had Burnley. I mean... Like I was, I was expecting you to be like Liverpool. That's my team. Like no, but regardless. But no, man, it was yeah, it was awesome. I'll um, I'll talk to you guys later. This will be out soon, of course. And uh, as always, if you made it this far in the episode, appreciate you for listening. And Absolutely. no hat, we're out. No hat, man. We appreciate it. I'll see y'all, boys.